This is the Young Entrepreneurs Network Podcast, where serial entrepreneur, public speaker, social media expert, Marco Stavro, will be interviewing some of the greatest upcoming current experts in their respective industries. From artists, entrepreneurs, e-commerce experts, influencers, and more. To help you take your passions and aspirations and create your own successful brands and businesses. Now, let's get straight into the show that could possibly change your thinking and life. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Marco Stavro here, and welcome to the first official episode of the Young Entrepreneurs Network podcast. Today, our guest is Apple Crider, who is an expert podcaster and public speaker. How are you doing? Marcos, I'm doing great, man. I'm stoked to be joining you on the podcast today. Well, I'm absolutely thrilled that you're on, and we've been chatting for quite a while and I'm really excited for my audience to hear the great value that you're going to bring and knowledge. So let's get straight into it. So the first kind of question and for the people that don't know you, can you give a little brief on where you're from, how your childhood was growing up? Yeah, for sure. So basically growing up, um, grew up in the Midwest and I've always been someone who's been sort of naturally gifted at the ability to do well in school without really having to try. So throughout like elementary school, middle school, high school, I was always able to get pretty much straight A's um, without having to, to devote too much time to school. So I've always had a lot of time to really invest into whatever caught my interest. And for most of my early upbringing, that was video games. I played a lot of video games. Me and my friends were always playing FIFA. That was like a consistent, I mean, like, like just thinking about the amount of time that I have spent playing FIFA throughout my life so far is, is absolutely ridiculous. And thinking about like, if I would have known half of what I know now, a 10th of what I know now when I was like 14 years old, like would have been a game changer. But that being said, I um, was really into FIFA growing up, um, didn't take school. Uh, well, I took school pretty seriously, but I didn't really spend that much time doing it. Um, ended up starting um, going to college in my junior year of high school. And um, so I took my junior and senior year at college. And now I'm uh, finishing up my four-year degree in two and a half years right now at uh, the University of Wisconsin. So that, that basically brings us up to the present. There have been some, some ups and downs throughout that process, um, some good decisions, some bad decisions, but we can definitely dive into any of that if, if you want to, but that's, that's the gist of where I come from. Yeah, man, that's great. It sounds like um, you were privilegedly brought up, but obviously you had to work um, to where you got now. But in school, it's actually fascinating that school was easy for you because a lot of the entrepreneurs out there these days say that they didn't enjoy school Uh, so it's interesting that you actually found school easy um i know that as an entrepreneur you thinking out the box and you're creating new things constantly so it's great that you will also be able to you know have that ability to do well in school Um, yeah i think well i think the draw to it for me was like i sort of saw it as a game like I kind of just like reverse engineered, like, what did I have to do to get the A? And a lot of it, especially in college now, like a lot of it has come down to relationships. So like when I tell my friends about like how I just completely bombed a test, but then like since I'm in tight with the professor, I was able to like get that grade bumped up. Like a lot of them were like, dude, that's that's so scummy. But I'm like, I'm I'm just taking advantage of my circumstances. So I'm, I'm really a people person. Um, I'm an introvert, but I'm definitely a people person. 
and like I I really vibe with the people around me and um I don't I don't like manipulate people but like I I build those relationships that I know I can leverage in the future um in in those scenarios <laughs> yeah no it's good I think I think that's why your podcast has done so well in such a limited time because you just you know you love to listen to people and their stories and you're open to you know connecting with new people and mm. I think that's a key point in business and in podcasting um you know, if you don't like to listen to people and hear their story, you're not going to enjoy hosting podcasters every day. And I know that you post podcasters very often. And I think, you know, it's an amazing gift that you have to network people and have those people skills that is relevant in today's time. Because everyone, I mean, you can edit, you can do this, you can code. But if you don't have people skills to actually connect with people, it's going to be very hard for you in the business world. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like one thing you mentioned there, man, is, is, is listening. And that's, that's so hugely important in any relationship, whether that's like on a podcast interview or a professor or, or somebody you want to like get to know, like you have two ears and one mouth, like take the hint and start listening more and talking less. Because honestly, if you want someone to really like you, the best way to do that is to just let them talk about themselves. So let them talk about what they're passionate about um, because they're just going to have – because people love – oh, my gosh, people love talking about themselves. Like people love talking about what they're passionate about. So if you can get somebody talking about those things in a conversation with you, they're going to associate that good feeling that they yeah. got from talking about those things with you. And once they put that yeah. good feeling on you, um, that's, that's, that's magic right there. Yeah. So, I mean, even with sales, it's like you can make a, a sale if you make the person feel important. It's not about your product, what you're selling. It's about making them feel like it's worth buying and making yeah. them feel important. And just um, listening. Yeah, exactly. So I think, you know, that's why you've done so well. And, you know, a lot of people struggle with that. Um, so to equip that skill is I congratulate you. And, you know, people know that you have that because just the way that you talk to people, the way that you present yourself, your body language, um, you're just a great guy who everyone loves. Um, appreciate that man appreciate you saying that um so yeah let's go into what business means to you and you know where you kind of started i don't want to really go and you know the whole thing where you you know you started entrepreneur thing and you sold this and that but i want to mm. go really deep into what business means to you and what's the purpose because you know everyone wants to make money but there has to be something behind that you know leading that um yeah so go straight into that yeah for sure so the way I think about business, entrepreneurship, whatever, is that you're solving a problem. Like a lot of people get into it to just get into it. Like people start a podcast and I ask them, why did you start the podcast? And they're like, well, I just wanted to start a podcast. And I'm like, like, why? Like, what's what's your purpose? Like, why, why did you do that? Like, why are you investing all this time, energy, resources into this thing if you don't even know why? So, you need to have you need to understand why you're doing something and it, it should be to solve a problem like if you want to create an impact in the world if you want to get paid if you want to um, build a brand for yourself like you need to be solving a problem that that is how things happen that's how the world works like people who solve problems get rewarded and the bigger the problem you solve that the bigger the reward for that that solution is so yeah, when definitely. when I'm thinking about getting into a new business or growing my existing businesses, I'm always thinking about solving problems. And I'm like, okay, what – first of all, who – 
who am I, do I want to provide this solution for? Like, who is my target audience? Who is my target market? What are their problems? Like, what is this group of people struggling with on a regular basis? And then what is my solution to that problem? Okay, so so once you have the answer to all three of those questions, then you can really begin to build a business. But if you don't have the answers to all three of those questions, in-depth answers, I'm talking you really, truly understand who you're serving, how you're serving them, and what you're serving them with. If you don't have solid answers to all those questions, you're not ready yet, and you need to go back to the drawing board. You need to do some serious self-reflection, which is an area that I see a lot of young people really neglecting, and I mean myself included. Like I've only really started to, to go deep on self-reflection uh, recently, but it's just been an exponentiator to, to everything that I'm doing when I take the time to really reflect with myself, think about where I'm at, where I'm going, and and where I've come from. So guys, wh whenever you're starting something new, you really just gotta reflect on those three questions. Who are you serving, how are you serving them, and what are you serving them with? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we were talking, and I remember you did say your mission is empowering 100,000 young people to live a fulfilled life. So yep. could you kind of tell us about how you kind of got to that and what are the steps that you're going to take to do that? Because obviously, you know, saying it is one thing, but doing it is another. That's that's the truth, and I'm glad you brought that up because, like like you said, my, my mission is to empower 100,000 young people to pursue a life that makes them feel fulfilled and excited every single day. And the reason that I want to do that is because growing up, I was somebody who, uh, like I talked about a little bit earlier, like I didn't really have a, a vision of what I wanted to do. I didn't really have anything that I was particularly good at. I was just kind of like existing, just like floating through life, playing a lot of, of video games, hanging out with my friends, um, doing some drugs, like, you know, the usual. But um, the, the thing is, like when I was growing up, all I saw was this system of, of go to school, get good grades, get into college, get good grades, get a good job, work there for 45 years, like retire to Florida and die. Like that is the life that I saw as, as yeah. my really only option. And all of my friends were in the same boat. Like we were all just, we, this is, this is just what we thought life was. And we didn't really think we had really um, any, any say about it. So once I realized, once I started to network with successful individuals, people who were doing things outside the traditional school system, people who were making things happen, like like 10 figure real estate developers, like Grammy award winning rappers, like like the people that I now um, associate myself with and that exist in my circle. Once I started meeting these people and hearing their stories, I was like, there's, there's a whole other world out there. There's so much more opportunity than I realized when I was younger. And, and there were, and then my friends realized as well. So from there, I was like, I gotta, I gotta tell people about this because other people, the people around me had no idea about all these opportunities. So I felt it was my obligation then to share this with those people, because if I didn't, I was actively preventing them from, from finding potentially a better life path for themselves. So that's, that's where that really, really came from. And um, as far as how I plan to do that or how I am doing that right now, that the two primary platforms are my podcast and then public speaking. Okay, so my podcast, Young Smart Money, I'm able to reach hundreds of thousands of young people with that show, which is, is allowing me to move closer to my mission. And my mission is to empower them to live a life that makes them feel fulfilled and excited. And that doesn't just mean they listen to an episode of my podcast, because if that was the case, I would have hit that 100,000 um, person goal a long time ago. But my goal is to actually have them take action, 
Okay. Like I want people like going out there and, and starting their own podcast or starting their own YouTube channel or starting like their own, I don't know, like software company or like starting something on their own. It doesn't have to be a business, like, like start starting creating art or something like something that just gets them fired up. So that's, that's the podcast. And then as far as public speaking goes, I, I can reach a lot of people with the podcast, but with public speaking, I can really impact people on a deeper level. Yeah. So that's, that's why I've really been getting into that. And the the thing the thing about it is neither of those two platforms are necessarily like what I want to be doing long term. Like I I see my goal as this house that I want to build. Like by empowering a hundred thousand young people, that's that's building a house. Okay. And in order to build a house, you, you need tools, okay? You need lots of different tools in order to build a house. Like if you just took a screwdriver and you're like, I'm gonna build a house with this screwdriver, people would be like, this this dude's freaking crazy. Like you're not gonna build a house with a screwdriver. <laughs> like you, you need yeah. some other stuff to do that, get that job done. So I, I just, I see the podcast, I see this public speaking, I see these things as, as tools that are gonna help me build the house. But once I get to a different, a different stage of the project or once I find a better tool, I, I'm not going to hesitate to move to that better tool if it's going to help me get the job done faster. Okay, like if I'm yeah. if I'm using like a like a handsaw to like to like cut this wood, like build this house, and then somebody comes along with like like a chainsaw, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll use I'll use the chainsaw. It'll get the job done much much faster. So that's that's sort of how I see um, the the things that I'm doing right now is kind of just like tools to help me get this project done. But the tools are not the project. Like that the project is the project and the tools are the tools. So that's that's kind of how I see that. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, whatever it takes to get your message out there, you're going to do. And I think that's important for the audience to understand that whatever it takes, because you can't put all your eggs in one basket and expect to get the result. No, if your audience likes something else, you're going to have to go to there. They're not going to come to you and ask you to move. So um, I think that's great advice. And um. So let's go into, you know, what's the future looking like for you? You know, finishing university, podcasting, speaking at events. Um, what's the future looking for like Apple Crider? Yeah, for sure. So basically, um, what's what's on the horizon for me? I mean, I really, man, I'm not somebody who plans out my life very far in advance. Um, obviously, I set goals and like the day before is usually when I'll plan out the next day. Um, because I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a huge believer in, in the gym round saying, don't start your day until it's finished. Um, and that basically just means like, don't, don't start, don't like go into the day without really understanding what, or, or like fully planning it out and understanding like what you're going to be doing that day. So don't start your day until it's finished. That's something that I live by, but yeah. I, I haven't really finished planning out my, my one year, five year, 10 year stretch because things change so quickly, man. Like I'll, 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 I'll be exposed to something or I'll, 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 I'll have a new business opportunity or I'll meet someone who really changes the game for me. And obviously I have my visions that I'm working towards. I have that goal that I'm working towards. So the, the shiny object syndrome is not really something that I, I struggle with at this point, just because I have sort of found my, my groove that I've gotten into. And I, I understand like, I understand that you can be successful in anything, but you can't be successful in everything. Okay. Because the grass is always greener where you water it. Okay. The grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is greener 
where you water it, where you give it attention, where you focus on it, because you can be successful with anything. You can be successful with drop shipping. Like look around you. There's, there's tons of people having success in that. You can be successful in Amazon, successful on YouTube, in podcasting, on Instagram. Like you can be successful with literally anything. It's just a matter of you giving it the time, attention, focus, resources that it needs. Okay. So that being said, what, what I see for my future is, is continuing to invest in my ability to impact people, okay? Like as long as I can continue spreading the message that there are so many ways for you to live your life outside the traditional nine to five, as long as I'm able to do that, like I am thriving, I am enjoying my life, I am loving my life, and that's really all I can ask for. So I'm, I'm planning on continuing doing that through whatever, whatever tools, whatever mediums uh, make the most sense. But again, podcasting is definitely working out well for me. I'm really enjoying it a lot. It's it's crazy to see um, how how the show is just growing over time, um, connecting with some really really cool people. So continuing to do that, continuing to speak, um, and then and then just finding ways to provide value to people. I mean, so um, how basically because we can we can dive into this later, but like the podcast itself is not how I make money. I, I choose not to put sponsors on the show because like, I literally just want the show to be straight value. I don't want there to be like 60 second ad spots for like, um, I don't even know, like who like zip recruiter or like, um, I, I don't even know who the people are that advertise on podcasts these days. Um, but like, I, I don't, I don't want to take those guys on my show. So I keep it, I keep it very clean. Um, so, so I make all my money on the back end, but continuing to find, um, ways to provide value to people. And, um, that's, that's, that's the plan for me. Yeah, no, that's good. That's it's very encouraging to hear. And I think that you're going to go far. You're definitely going to go far. Um, so let's get in to, you know, how are you making money? Um, so people sure. can actually have a few ideas and try to explain to them in depth of like, you know, you can do it and there's different ways. Um, yeah, so go into it. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain to you guys something that I haven't shared before um, on a podcast. And it's it's the idea of using a podcast as a funnel, okay? And when I say using a podcast as a funnel, I'm talking about sales funnels here. So a sales funnel, if you're not familiar, um, I would highly, highly recommend you guys pick up this book. I guess you guys can't see the video, but I'm holding up the dot-com secrets book by Russell Brunson right now. And um, this book's been extremely impactful for me in in basically just, just breaking down the sales funnel concept. So the sales funnel concept is essentially you have a series of offers that you provide to people um, and, and it's shaped like a funnel. So at the top of the funnel is like a freebie that you give away. So, um, for example, say you gave away like a free PDF or, or you got a free PDF from someone like that's the top of their funnel and you probably had to give them your email address. So at the top of the funnel, you give them the email address to get a free PDF. The next thing is they might offer you this like $27 product. So maybe they're offering you like a $27, um, like mini course or something. So then you could buy that from them. And if you bought that, they'd offer you this like $97, um, I don't know, like ebook or something. And then they take a step further, um, maybe like a $997 like, coaching program. And then they just take you farther and farther down this funnel. And again, more, less people come down the funnel, the farther you go, but the farther down you go, the more value you provide and, and the more money you make. So that's the basic idea of a sales funnel. Now, how does that apply to podcasting? How does that apply to how I'm making money? So basically what I do is I use my podcast as the top of a sales funnel, okay? So I use my podcast as that first step on, on the sales funnel, but not in the way that you might think. So you might be thinking that I then use that funnel to get the people who listen to my show to then buy things from me. And that's not what I do right now, okay? That's not what I do. What I do is I get my guests that I have on the show 
to buy from me. Okay, I get the guests that I have on the show. I find ways to provide them with value because the whole point of my podcast for the listener is straight value. I'm not trying to monetize my listeners at all. That is not the goal of my podcast. The goal of my podcast is to provide as much value to them as possible completely for free, not asking for anything. How I make my money then is on the back end by working with the influencers that I have on my podcast through through different channels. But primarily, I mean, I have a background in social media marketing. I ran an agency before I started my podcast. So I know a bit, uh, or at least at, when I first started my podcast, I knew a bit about Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and, and social media marketing. So with that knowledge, I then went out, learned a lot more. And now what I do is I build funnels, I build email sequences, I build Facebook messenger bot sequences. I basically do all of the funnel work and the Facebook ads work for different um, guests that I have on the podcast for different things that they're promoting. So basically I find someone, I get them on the show, talk with them about their business, get to learn about what they're struggling with, what they're promoting, all that good stuff. And then at the end, if I think we'd be a good fit, I'll be like, hey, just so you know, um, I, I build up funnels, I build up ad sequences for, for influencers like yourself. Um, it sounds like you might be launching this product in the near future. If you're ever looking for someone to do some work for you, let me know. Would love to help you out. So that's that's basically how I start relationships with the influencers that I have on my show because the podcast completely free. It provides them value as well because it gives them exposure to this entire audience of people. Yeah. And then from there, I'm able to um, sort of use that law of reciprocity because they're like, wow, this dude just gave me so much exposure um, through this podcast that now I, I kind of like want to give back to him or I want to um, find a way to reciprocate that. And then if I share with them what I do, they feel like it might be a good fit for them, then uh, we start working together. So that's that's my business model um, in a nutshell. And that's not something that I've shared on the podcast, on, on a podcast before. Um, so um, I hope you guys are taking notes there because I, I really do believe that you can really build a, a massive, and I mean, I'm living proof that you can build a, a serious business um, doing that. I've only been using that real business model for honestly only a few months now, but it's already grown from, from the time I started to just that alone is bringing in um, anywhere between five and $10,000 a month consistently. Yeah, I mean, make sure to, you know, if you want to re-listen to that and take notes and, you know, actually get started, do it. Um, he's saying that, you know, you guys can also do it. It's, an, it's a good way to bring in passive yeah. income. Um, 100%. Yeah, and I think, again, it's just about, you know, you offering something to the people that you've connected with and connected with. And again, I think that's why it works so well because, you know, you giving the listener and the person, the influencer, a chance to speak. And, you know, you actually saying to them, I can help you. I can generate something for you. So, yeah, congrats on that. And I think that's a great way um, for anyone to actually bring in income. So yeah, thank you. Um, now, one thing that I want to say about that, just like a little caveat there, is, um, yes, it will work for anyone. But what you need is you need a valuable skill in order for that to work, okay? I see a lot of people trying to get involved with personal branding, podcasting, whatever, and they, they struggle with building a business because they don't have a valuable skill. They don't have something they can provide people with. And if that is you, if you're like, man, he's speaking to me right now, like I want to get started, but I don't have a valuable skill, like learn something, okay? Go out there, learn how to do Facebook ads, um, learn how to do, um, I, I don't know, copywriting, learn how to do email marketing, learn how to do Facebook messenger bot marketing, like learn how to do something that could provide value to someone. Literally just take like, like a, I don't know, like one, one to three months uh, dedicated to learning and implementing as much as you can about one certain thing. And then after that, like one to three to, to six month span, you, you come out on the other side and you're like, okay, I think I feel confident doing this for other people. And honestly, you can just get started working for free. That's how I got started. Like 
12, 18 months ago, just working for free, finding people who I knew could benefit from my skill set, working for them for free, and then eventually um, turning that into a paid relationship. So just, just you got it. You got to develop a skill. Okay, you guys got to develop a skill. If you don't have one yet, um, and you're young, which I'm assuming a lot of you guys are, take some time and really learn how to do something well. Because if you don't have that skill yet, um, you're you're gonna have a hard time providing any value or solving any problems for anyone. So that's that's just a little caveat that I want to throw in there. Yeah, definitely. And there is no excuses, guys. There's YouTube. There's podcasts. There are so many free educational things that you can educate yourself. And, you know, bring assets to your table where you can offer value to other people. So there are no excuses. Um, as you've seen, I mean, offering free service, a lot of people don't agree with it. But I think it's, I mean, it's great. If you want to work for, you know, high level guys, eight, nine, ten figures, you know, they're not going to just, you know, start paying you a random guy. They're going to want to know what you bring to the table. So starting for free sometimes isn't bad. Just you got to look at the situation. Um, so, yeah, I think that's great value. Um, so take that into account, learn a skill, implement that, and actually just get started. Um, and, you know, don't rush the process. You don't have to start making money after a week. Don't give up. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely great value. Thank you. 100%. So let's go into, I actually wanted to ask, do you have like a mentor or inspiration to your business? You know, like who, how did it start? Did you just suddenly, you know, love podcasting or did you? see someone that you know made it special for you and you know you thought that that would be something you would like to go into no you know so i i first got started on youtube actually so basically my progression went started a youtube channel started a social media marketing agency and then started a podcast and starting that youtube channel really just opened my eyes to so many different things because like that was the first like not it wasn't really a business it was kind of just something that i was doing for fun but like the first passion project i ever had and I started that YouTube channel because somebody who I looked up to who made YouTube videos at the time, he had about 5,000 subscribers. He was giving away free Skype calls. So I was like, well, shoot, like I look up to this guy. He's only got like 5,000 subscribers, but he's talking about personal finance and investing and, and building credit, which are all things that I'm super passionate about. So I took him up on this free Skype call, told him about my, my situation where I was at. He was like, man, you got to start a YouTube channel. And I was like, okay, I'll start a YouTube channel. So that, that same night I started a YouTube channel, started talking about stuff that I was passionate about, personal finance, building credit, investing, all that good stuff. And he has been someone who's been extremely, extremely impactful um, on me and somebody who's really changed the entire trajectory of, of everything for me. And at this point in time, he's, he's grown a lot on YouTube. He's got about, I believe, 500,000 subscribers. And he's still somebody that I work very closely with um, because he, he was one of the first people I started working for free for as well. And this guy, um, some of you guys might know him. His name's Ryan Scribner. Um, he makes YouTube videos. And he's been a huge mentor for me, not, not, in the, not because he has a podcast, because he doesn't, but just in the business space. He's, he's taught me a lot of things about really – I see a lot of young people making this mistake – and it's that they think that there's some kind of like secret sauce or like they're looking for like the cheat codes or like the tactics that are going to solve everything for them. And the biggest thing that this guy, that this guy Ryan taught me is that there's, there's no cheat codes. There's, there's nothing special. There's the people you look up to are just people. They don't have any secret knowledge that you don't have. Okay. It's been extremely, extremely eye-opening meeting these, these eight, nine, 10 figure earners and realizing that 
they don't have anything that the rest of us don't have, okay? These people who are making millions of dollars online, they don't have anything that you don't have, okay? What they do have is they had persistence, okay? They had a vision, they had passion, and they had persistence, okay? They knew where they wanted to go, okay? They had that vision. They they, they had the, the persistence to just keep following through with it because they were passionate about it, okay? And if you can combine those three things, that vision, that passion, that persistence, like that is where crazy stuff starts to happen. And, and normal, everyday people can really change their lives significantly. Like I have witnessed like this dude, this guy, Ryan, he in the last like 18 months has gone from making like $1,000 a month online to making like $60,000 a month online just through that persistence. Like nothing special about him. He's just making YouTube videos. He's just doing affiliate marketing and, and he's a completely normal guy. But just because he was able to, to keep going, to have persistence, to have that vision, He's he's now changed his life significantly. So I just want you guys to know. And coming from coming from me, I mean, it might not mean a lot to some of you guys, but there's nothing special about any of the people you look up to. Like literally, it's it's not. And I'm not trying to like be mean to, to to Ryan at all. Like I have nothing but respect for this guy. But like getting to know him personally, I was just flabbergasted that he was such a normal guy. Like he was so <laughs> just like just like a normal guy that you would meet on the street. Yeah. And it's it's just it's it's really it's really eye opening when you have that that real relationship with someone that you've looked up to for so long and realize that they are just a normal human being. They're they're nothing crazy. They're no Einstein. They they just had that persistence and they had that passion to to keep them going and moving towards their vision. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. Um, well, I think you know, again, guys, just getting started is 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 great, and I think. You know, wherever it is, YouTube, podcasting, Instagramming, there's guys going to be out there who are similar visions to you, similar characteristics, and you got to find where you're passionate about. Um, any advice in terms of, you know, how to get started if you don't know where to go or where to start or what your passion is? Just for the guys out there that, you know, are in the school system and are not used to having the entrepreneurial mindset, is there something that you could say towards them to, you know, you know, spark that light in their, in their hearts? For sure. So I'm, I'm not here to be like a motivational speaker for you guys, because that's not what I do. But I, I think, and this probably might not be a popular opinion of the people that are listening to this show, but like entrepreneurship isn't for everyone. Like it, it just isn't like, frankly, it, it just is not like if everyone was an entrepreneur, like the economy would break. Like that's just, that's just a fact. Yeah. So we need, we need people who, who are passionate about working for um, different companies, people who are passionate about being lawyers and doctors and scientists and, and, and all these different things and passionate about working for companies that are, that are doing social good. Like we need people in all, in all areas of society. Like that's just the way it is. So if you are listening to this podcast and you're like, man, I really, I, I think, I think I might want to be an entrepreneur, but like, I, it sounds really like, like something I wouldn't enjoy. Like, like you could try it, but maybe it's not for you and, and maybe it just isn't for you. And that's totally, totally fine. There's so many ways to live a fulfilled life that don't revolve around like starting a business. Okay. And, and so I want to, I want to emphasize that first, but 
Um, another thing that, that might answer um, your question more as far as like the people who, who really think they might want to do something entrepreneurial, um, my buddy Caleb Maddox told me something. He said that you need to be obsessed with something, okay? If you want to have success in business, Caleb Maddox, he's an absolute legend, um, super honored to, yeah. to know this guy and to be friends with him. But he told me that you need to have an obsession, okay? And you need to have an obsession because that obsession is what's going to drive you to, to do massive things and to take massive action. So in order to to have that obsession, um, if, if you don't know what that obsession is for you, okay, you're in this place, you don't know what your obsession is, you need to obsess over finding your obsession, okay? You need to obsess, you need to spend every waking minute of your life like finding your obsession. And for me, what I have seen the most effective way for people to do this who have no idea what they want to do is to work in seasons, okay? Um, I, I wouldn't recommend what I see a lot of people doing and what I see a lot of people failing with is bouncing around between 18 different businesses. They're doing Shopify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram. They're starting a, a social media marketing agency. They're doing like 18 different things and, and they're, they're doing none of them well. They're doing a half-assed job at 18 different things and they're going nowhere, okay? That's not what I would recommend you do at all. If you have no idea what you want to do, don't do everything. That's that's not going to get you anywhere. What you should do is you should work in seasons. So when I say seasons, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but like working in like one to three month chunks. Okay. So say you think you might be interested in podcasting. Okay. Take the next one to three months. Okay. 30 to 90 days and focus entirely on podcasting. Okay. Learn everything you need to know to get started, then get started. Then if you hit another roadblock, learn again and take action and learn and take action and learn and take action and just keep doing that for 30 to 90 days. At the end of that period, look back at the things that you've done, the things that you've learned and how you felt about it. Okay. How do you, do, at the end of this period, like, do you feel like you could keep doing this? Like, if so, keep doing it. Do you feel like this is not for you? Okay. That's great. Think about what are the things that you learned about yourself from this experience? Did you learn that you really like talking to people? Or maybe you learned that you really don't like talking to people. If you learn that you do like talking to people, maybe for this next season, you could try social media marketing, okay? Because that involves um, a lot of client interaction and then talking with people. So you could try social media marketing for, for the next season, for the next 30 to 90 days. You um, learn what you need to learn to get started with social media marketing, okay? Only learn what you need to learn in order to get started, okay? You learn enough to get started and then you get started, okay? And then once you're started, you if you hit another roadblock, then you learn to get past that roadblock, but then you just keep executing, execute, execute. If you hit a roadblock, then learn a little bit, then execute, 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 okay? So in that 30 to 90 days, again, you're executing a lot, okay? You're not just spending 30 to 90 days watching eight hours of YouTube videos a day and then learning all this theory. Like, no, you need to put stuff into practice, okay? You need to start executing. So move into your next season, okay? Take what you learned from social media marketing. Did did you like that? Did you not? If you didn't, why didn't you like it? What things didn't you like about it? Then pivot, move into the next thing. And just go through these different seasons all the while learning about yourself, learning about different businesses and learning what you might be passionate about. Uh, and that's that's what I found to be the most effective. I've got friends that have done that and have really honed in on what they want to do in a relatively short amount of time. I'm talking like within six months, they found something that they really excel at, that they are very, very strong in, and that they've been able to really like change their, their lives in and, and find a lot of fulfillment, satisfaction, and really just hone in on that obsession. So again, guys, if you don't have that obsession yet, obsess over finding your obsession. And the best way that I found to do that is, is to take seasons, okay? 30 to 90 days, go all in on one thing, okay? Okay, I'm not talking like split your energy between 10 different things, like one thing for 30 to 90 days, go 
all in on that for that entire period because if you quit 14 days in, you're, you're, you're not going to learn anything about, about the business you were trying, about yourself. Like you need to give it a, a genuine like college try, like go in there with an open mind and really commit yourself to that thing for a full 30 to 90 day season. And, and learn what you can learn about yourself, about the business, and take that knowledge with you moving forward. Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's great advice. Um, I want to actually just rephrase it because it's very powerful. If you don't know your obsession, then obsess to find your obsession, guys. I think that's really powerful. And a lot of the big guys do that because, you know, not everyone knows their obsession, you know, when they're 15, when they're 18. But finding it, because everyone has that. Everyone loves mm-hmm. something. So I think finding that is key to success. And, you know, I think defining success is another thing because I think for some people, success is money. And I know for Caleb, it's definitely not that. And for myself, it's not either. You know, success is not money for me. Bringing, changing people's lives and impacting people, you know, so that you feel like your purpose is being fulfilled. Money doesn't fulfill my purpose. I know that. But, you know, bringing value and, you know, seeing people's lives being changed, that's what really brings purpose. And I hope you guys, you know, really enjoyed listening to Apple's crazy advice. Um, and I want to say thanks again for coming, Apple. I know your time is limited. It's been incredible talking to you. And I'm sure my audience has got some massive value from today's podcast. All of Apple's links will be in the description below. Go check them out, guys. This is about you who are listening. So send me a DM. If you would like, and tell me who you want next on the podcast, remember, guys, keep learning, keep growing, and definitely keep innovating. Subscribe if you joined the podcast. would be much appreciated if you would write a powerful review. And again, thanks, Apple, for coming on. It's been a pleasure, Marco. Guys.